Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Bad Tiki will join the program in about an hour and a half. And we will address uh, our big pickleball game that ended in a loss for me and a victory for Sean. But last night... Kevin Durant came back. You may have seen this. I did. And me and my wife went out for a beautiful dinner with the Patsy's Pizzeria near Barclays Center. Oh, nice. Beautiful dinner. Walked into that arena, and I sat down. And you got vintage KD. Yeah, well, forget that. (laughs) And my wife says to me, what are you going to do? What are you going to do when they say his name? And I said, I don't know. Like, I said on the air late in the show, I think I'm going to cheer him because Kevin Durant wanted to come here. He gave me a lot of joy when he did decide to come here. He gave me a lot of joy when he played. He was an all-time great player, and he always tried to play. Yeah, You know, he missed time due to injuries, but he tried to play. My disappointment with him is that he quit. Is that when the going got tough and Kyrie didn't want to be here anymore, Kevin Durant couldn't wait to say, get me the hell out of here. And that pisses me off. So I'm mixed. And I'm sitting there, and they did a video, which I know is being ridiculed, mm-hmm. but they did do a very, qu- very quick video. Was it I mean, good? It was so quick, dude. It was like, basically like his quick, tenure. Quick, like like eight shots, like three shots. I mean, it was <laughs> stuff in the community, a couple of moments on the floor, and then before you know it, they announced him as a starting lineup member. And I did nothing. I literally froze. I did not cheer. I did not boo. Now, most of the crowd was cheering. I admit that. Some of the crowd was booing. And I found myself with a stomach ache. I admit, uh-huh. like there were some butterflies, and I was silent. Was that an oh a stomach ache because you were nervous? Yeah, well, nervous and like I thought you were making an indictment on Patsy's. <laughs> no, I had nothing to do with Patsy's. The food was great. Of course it is. I love bolognese. It was fantastic. It's bolognese. 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 Whatever. You bolognese. know what it is. I ate it. It was very good. I think that I got emotional because I'm hurt. Uh-huh. Like ultimately, I'm pissed off. The guy Still- was. Yeah, well, seeing him come back is like the closure you need for it. Yeah. See, I don't think you guys understand this, and I want to explain this in a way that maybe you'll say, okay, I get it. The best moment maybe I've had as a fan, and this is going to sound really, really pathetic, the best moment I think I had as a fan was him coming here. Like, literally the announcement. June 30th, 2019. How long have you been a fan? My entire life. I mean, I saw them go to back-to-back NBA Finals. Yeah. And Kevin Durant coming to the net yes. was more moving than them going to the finals. It's different. It's different, but it's up there, okay? Yeah. And here's why. Because I think you need the, for, the context for it. Go ahead. I have been told my entire life from people at this radio station, from people in my life, 
from people on social media that your team doesn't matter. Mm. And the idea of a great player coming to that team is a joke. Yeah. The Nets still in the league. Okay. So well, when, drop for it. So when the greatest players of them all decided, I want to come to Brooklyn, when other fans wanted them as well, it was like this vindicating moment. Well, just say it. He came to New York, but he didn't go to the Knicks. Yeah. Well, he picked the Nets over the Knicks. Well, that's what I'm saying. Specifically, though. I mean, I just yeah. described that. No, and you were so, right to be excited. I said to a buddy of mine, AJ, he's a good guy, and he's a good Knicks fan, and I feel bad about this. I said to AJ... My best moment with Kevin Durant involved him mm. because that night when I I'm still bad have since then I shouldn't have done that I tasted those tears I was like oh how does it feel we got him and that was part of the joy part of the joy was we got him and you didn't respect that by the way as a Nick fan that's how much you matter to me and then yeah he played and he was great and we had some good moments game five against the Bucks was like a religious experience and all that. But he left. Hmm. But after all that, he left. So as I'm hearing the announcement and watching the video, I'm thinking of the good, and there's legit good. Okay, but, what? but then I'm mad. Okay, but why did you think he was going to stay? Because he picked us. Uh, yeah. Okay, great. LeBron picked the Miami Heat, and then he left, and he went to Cleveland. Then LeBron left Cleveland and went to L.A. Uh, he's not going to leave L.A. because he's too old now. But it's... It, this is why you got me on this tangent on, what was that, Monday? We were talking about the debate between Michael and, and LeBron. I passingly mentioned LeBron and Michael as a debate, and Tiki got very triggered. I, did. Yes. I don't know. Why don't you know Are you I, trying to say I should have known better? I didn't even know it was going to trigger me. But, but is that I what did. you're saying? I should have known better? Yes. Uh, what? What? The Knicks have issued a Julius Randle update. All right, forget what we're talking about. Yeah, let's get to the good stuff. It. All right. Julius Randle dislocated his right shoulder. He will be reevaluated in two to three that weeks. That means nothing. Yeah, I think that's kicking the can down the road. Yes. And what I, so my worry about Julius. I mean, by the way, that's what you have to do. Yeah. You yeah. just can't make a determination. You don't know how it's going to heal. When you get your shoulder dislocated, comes out of socket, the ligaments either tear or stretch, it come, goes back in, there's going to be laxity in that joint. And so you just don't know until your body heals. So you have to kick the can down the road. So the other day I brought this up as just a theory because I do feel this way as a fan that the lack of an update on Julius Randle since Saturday has been concerning. Mm -hmm. And I even surmised maybe the trade deadline has something to do with it. The NBA trade deadline is literally a week from today. And so maybe the Knicks, if the news is bad, why announce it? Like, there's no benefit to it. Mm -hmm. You don't need the vultures around the league yeah. knowing that the news is bad. So... I've been worried about it in the sense of no update feels like a bad update. Mm -hmm. And so that statement you just announced, and as I heard it come out of your mouth, all I could think about was they're not telling you a damn thing. Yeah. And tighten up, speaking of the opposite of the Jets or leaks, this is so tight that the Knicks PR tweeted it. Woj had to retweet it. He didn't even have the sense. So they didn't I'm even dead. have it. And I and by the way, I don't blame the Knicks. I want to make this very, very clear. If the news on Julius is bad, there's no reason for them to announce it. It's it doesn't help them. No. It hurts them. There's a trade deadline in seven days. Now, once the deadline's over, let the fans know what the hell's going on. Yeah. I, I'm with you on that. But for the next week, you don't want to give your competitors any kind of edge on things. So I don't think this clears anything up. And if I'm a Nick fan, I'm worried. That's that's that's, uh, that's just my answer. Worried about Julius Randle? Yes. But not about the team. Well, I'm, this is unrelated to the team. Yeah. 
But you're about the team. Yeah. The team's been awesome. I'm uh, saying exactly. about Randall's health. Even without him, he's they've been awesome. Right, but I, I think Knicks yeah. fans know their best chance to go on a run involves Julius being on the team. But I thought this was... More update on if the, Je- if the Knicks' best option is to have Julius Randall. Uh, two guys have been ruled out of a game tonight, as the trade deadline appears. Mm-hmm. Anthony Davis and LeBron James have both been ruled out versus the Boston Celtics on national TV. What does that have to do with the Knicks? Well, maybe know. they're getting traded. Oh, uh, stop. Two maybe the they're starting to get held out a little LeBron's bit. LeBron's not getting traded. <laughs> AD might get traded. You know why that story actually matters, and it's not why you think? Would but you I, want, even want AD, Lugie? I would want LeBron and AD. Yeah. Not, not, not both, because I don't... All right. AD? Yeah. 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 yeah they're, not, they're not trading them. Stop this, please. Okay. Uh, the reason why this matters in all seriousness is that on Saturday night at Madison Square Garden, the Los Angeles Lakers play the New York Knicks, and there are many people listening who dropped an absurd amount of money to go to that game because they want to see LeBron, they want to see AD, and I think they're nervous. <laughs> like, what the hell? Well, what am I watching well, Saturday? If they're, not, if they're not playing, that's tonight? Yeah. Tonight's night. game against Boston. They're not playing yeah. tonight. They're going to have two days off in a row, really three, yeah. and then they're going to play Saturday. Okay, I'm just saying that that's... If you're That's looking, probably why they right. take, they're not playing against Boston. That may be the case. I'm just saying there is no angle to them being traded. The angle is mm-hmm. they may play Sat. Well, they're they're playing the Lakers on Saturday, right. and I certainly know there's a lot of people who buy tickets to see superstars, and that's the one time they're coming in. Anyhow, real quick, back to Julius. All right. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. They need them healthy to go on any kind of run. So, yeah, you should be nervous, but what... It's weird that we don't have clarity. Now, you were kind of explaining this is what happens when you dislocate your shoulder. Mm-hmm. So from that aspect, is that a normal thing? Uh, yeah. I mean, it's basketball players are different, obviously, than the football players. Football players, you've seen it a million times. Guys come out. Saquon had one a couple years ago. They have that big strap around their upper arm. It lack, it keeps your shoulder basically in, in its joint so you can you get hit. Your shoulder's not going to go anywhere. You play through the pain. It's not a precision sport like baseball or basketball. So you kind of have to just let it see how it responds. You, you can't rush it. You can't fight through the pain. It. It's, right, right. It, it's, it's, it'll, be, it'll be so much worse in the long term if you do that. So they have to wait. So this update to you and your ears it's, says, it's obvious. yeah, it's normal. It's okay. obvious. Right. Because there's no way it, it was healing. And when was that, a week ago? It was Saturday. Yeah, so not even a week ago. So there's no way it was healing in less than a week. And there's no way they're going to know for at least another, probably longer than two weeks. So 
I know as a fan that waits for any update on an injured player, there's a lot of nerves that are involved, and we Mm -hmm. jump to conclusions. I am not jumping to a conclusion. I'm merely saying I would be worried, and I understand why the Knicks would hide information because of the deadline being in seven days. As a Knicks fan, are you worried? Yeah, so I'm going to jump to conclusions. If he's out for the season and they're kicking the can past the deadline, they need to get another big here well, and they, a star but, but big man. But weren't they already doing it? I think they're already trying to do that. But with Julius Altique, it's different than adding a guy on the bench. Now they got to get a legit guy here, whether it be DeRozan, I mean, Markinen. I don't know who the name is, they? but they yeah, to replace Julius, you got to replace like 25 points, 8 rebounds. You need a second okay. player. It's a top 30 player in the league well, that's going to be out for the out, season. him out, has been lighting it up, right? No and doubt. the ball moves... I mean, it's always been moving, but it really moves now. Mm-hmm. Even Precious had some decent I know. minutes. Yeah, but I can't, forward, I right? can't lean on Precious at Chua, I, I can't either, but I'm just saying, you, you had the, the the pieces, as crazy as it sounds, because when we saw Precious at the Nets game, I was like, this kid can't play, dude. <laughs> he can get him off the court. Yeah. And in the subsequent games, he's actually been pretty good. Yeah, I think that... So the, they, they have enough to weather. Right. right. So, and to me, where I thought that they were going to be... And I said it on Monday... They need points. They they don't have enough to score. I agree with you. Right now, if you know Julius is back in March, you're focusing on, to me, a backup five, yeah. Malcolm Brogdon, Jordan Clarkson, guys like that. If they know that Julius Randle is out for the year, if they know. Now, we don't know. Yeah, We're worried. Know. But if they know, your answer, Lugie, and this is a tough one, this is a very tough one to swallow, may be to do nothing. It may be no, 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 no. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. It may be to do nothing because if you're going to trade your valuable assets for a player that's not Julius Randle and he's not coming back and they're not a title contender, what are you doing? Like, what's the law? What are you doing? Are you doing it just because hey, we're good, we got to go for it? Like, you don't think they're a contender without Julius, you know that. But are they a contender if they did pull a trade for someone? I, I don't know. I got to see what they do, and I think based on what they do, that will tell us what's going on with Julius. I agree, by the way. Because they've obviously kicked the can past the deadline. Mm -hmm. So whomever or whoever, multiple people they acquire, that will tip the hand if it's Julius is out or not. If it's just Malcolm Brogdon, then I think Julius is coming back. If it's something else... Then it's like, oh, Julius is if out for the year. If it's bigger than that. Correct. If they're they adding another in. four to this roster, right. then yeah. If they I, get Andrew Wiggins or Capella, I'm just throwing names but that, out. And by the way, this exercise is why the Knicks are smart to not give us an update. Yeah. Yes. Because why would you want other teams knowing, oh, yeah, this edge, guy's out for the, the year. The edge, the leverage, and the conversation around the trade deck. But so, I, we know that the Knicks, because this really feels like anybody's uh, championship this year. Anything could happen. And so if the Knicks and we know that they are, are going to make a run at this, they don't want to tip their hand. So they, no, they, should they? they, they shouldn't. Now, the other, the other question is the Mitchell Robinson effect. We, have mm. no, we haven't heard anything on him either. Now, I think we kind of know what the situation is, but if they mess around and he gets healthy and gets back. Well, then they don't have to add a backup five. Exactly. Yeah, no point. doubt. No doubt. That's my point. I so, think that the Knicks keeping things close to the vest, which I know can be frustrating as a fan, mm-hmm. is beneficial if other teams don't know what the hell's going on. Now, I think other teams are speculating. You don't think other teams are sitting there right now thinking, oh, I bet you Julius is screwed up? You don't think they're thinking that? Oh, 100%. Yeah, and that'll change what they want from the Knicks. But, Evan, you brought up not doing nothing. Well, what do you mean by that? Just sitting and saying, you know what? We're not going to win it this so, year. Julius got what, hurt. What See I mean by year? that is the Knicks have assets. They've done a great job of collecting these valuable assets. Totally. Yeah. And for years, the thought has been you're saving it for a superstar, right. right? I think that the Knicks are good enough. I'll give you this. 
that, hey, if you've got a chance to put pieces around this really good roster, why go? Why not? Why wait? Just go for it. Mm-hmm. Like, I totally get that. What are you waiting for for the guy that may never come around? You also don't have an infinite amount of time. Like, Jalen Brunson is making basically no money mm-hmm. in terms of real NBA. So you got to go for it the next two years before Jalen's making your superstar money that you think he is. We brought this up with Dan Campbell. You may never get back. This may right. be the next the Knicks best okay. shot. Okay, so I'm with you on that. If Julius is out for the season, are you going to take all those valuable assets or a significant amount of them to get a lesser version than him? Mm, no. Like that's a, no, it wouldn't make sense. I think it. De- I guess it depends. I have to see what they're giving up and who they're getting. No, I, I agree. And I understand it's hypothetical, but I got to see who they're getting and what they're giving up because everybody thought they were giving up too much for OG Ananobi. It ends up they didn't. So I got to see what it is first. No, I, I get you. And we're speculating. We're talking like he's not here anymore. Well, but, but, but you know, but he the, could be out for the year. We don't know. But the speculation comes from something I've been saying since Monday, which is, hey, this is weird. We're not getting an update. What does it all mean? And again, I think the Knicks are smart for this. I'm giving them credit. Why the hell would you tell the world? He's potentially more injured than we realize. You wouldn't. You wouldn't. So it sucks as a fan because as a fan, you want to know. I know full well. You want to know mm-hmm. what the hell's going on. Well, but it doesn't benefit them. Well, I think what mitigates that though, Ev, is that they're winning, right? They 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 keep winning despite not having Julius Randle. Mm-hmm. And so, while you're anxious about Randle for the ultimate goal, winning and pushing deep into the postseason and getting the championship. You're also kind of okay because you know you can win without him. Well, and, I, and that's actually really comforting. But what I laid out to you earlier this week, I stand by, but they're two different things. And that is, can they weather the storm for the next month? Yes, they can. Mm-hmm. They can because a guy's been stepping up like crazy. Right. And B, you look at the schedule, they absolutely can step up. They can survive this. In fact, I'll give the Knicks this prop. They are better equipped to deal with a Julius injury by a long shot than the Sixers are for a Joel Embiid injury. And that's a credit to Joel Embiid. Obviously, he's the best player on the freaking planet right now. Or at least second best. Third best. I mean, hold on. Fourth best. Hold on, hold on. Eh, top five. Dude. What? Nikola Jokic is better. Yeah, I know, but still. Okay. No, he's, Why about disrespecting the current MVP? Uh, because he doesn't play every single playoff game. That's like a lock every single season. But my point is, yes, they can weather it. No, no question about it. Eventually, you need him back. Event like you yeah. can't. This can't be weathered in April in a best of seven series necessarily against the team you're seeing tonight, the Indiana Pacers or Cleveland or Philly or Milwaukee. Like then it's different. Like weathering it now, yeah. I have no delusions about that. I said that to you on Monday, and they've responded incredibly well. But this will be a very interesting next seven days because Lugie's right. What the Knicks do? By a week from today, at this very time, Mm -hmm. 3 o'clock next Thursday. So we will know the answer a week from today. There's a few answers we're going to get a week from today. More on that later. We'll know. And that will give us a big indication on what the hell's going on. I mean, you just... like I go away for two days. All of a sudden, the Knicks are third in the East. They've won eight games in a row. Yeah, we got it. They're hot. I know. They're just... So as the Knicks fan, you're nervous, but you're not worried. I don't think you're, you're nervous, worried, but you're not worried because they've been so good. Yeah, I think there's a difference between we're being worried about tonight. I think a loogie. I'm not even talking about pump. tonight. I'm talking about the season. No, no, like, you're worried. No, no, you're you worried. Feel, you feel good about the season. Not if he's hurt, though, bro. Not if he's hurt. Come on. Well, I I think it comes down from a, to a week from now. I, there needed to be a move happening already. They, I'm sure they're positioning and speculating. There's speculation about whatever move is happening. That was happening even if Julius Randle was healthy. Now the question is, and this is more urgent, who do they get? 
and who are they targeting, and now it has to happen. Yeah. It's not a luxury to happen. It has to happen now. Let's go to Kevin in Bohemia. How are you, Kevin? Hey, what's going on? Long-time Knicks fan here my whole life. Listen, I said it about Carmelo. I'll say it about Julius Randle. They can lose with him. They can lose without him. The Knicks are going to be typical Knicks. Get your hopes up. <laughs> we understand January's 14-2. and two. We get all that. But I'm just saying right now, Julius Randle, this is, uh, what do they call that, the fake gold, Gilded Age or something? <laughs> the Iron Pyrite? Yeah, but what does that mean? What do you, I don't know what you're I trying know. to say. I'm saying Julius Randle was uh, like a scam anyway. I didn't have my faith in him in the playoffs. But, but Kevin, yeah, Kevin, I, Kevin, I see what you're saying. But Kevin, this, this, listen, go- I know it's a new year, but I still don't believe in Julius Randle. I, that's completely fair, and I agree with you, but. Mm-hmm. There's a huge but to that, okay? I don't believe in Julius Randle. I'm skeptical all of a sudden. Regular season Julius is playoff Julius, and I'm not alone. And there are plenty of Nick fans who may not want to say it loudly today, but they have that same fear. But let's not conflate that and the fact that they need him in the postseason. Oh, of course. Like, you can't just say, well, it doesn't matter. He was going to suck anyway. We needed to see him get that opportunity to suck. You know what I mean? Like, it's not fair, and that's why I try to be careful about this, to rip a Julius Randle performance in January because it didn't happen in April. (laughs) You can say he needs to do it in April, but it's not fair. Like, it used to happen to Andy Dalton. He played great in October. Well, what's going to happen in January? Well, you can't win in January until it's January. Yeah, but it, it, it became the expectation, and it was always fulfilled. That's the only issue. This is this is where I'm kind of on that last caller's side. Really? Yeah, because it felt like, just to go back to those Cincinnati Bengals teams with Marvin Lewis as the head coach and Andy Dalton, and they had all this talent, all this talent around them. They'd get to the postseason, and it would always something always would go wrong. Now it wasn't always Andy Dalton, but Andy Dalton was the star. He was the quarterback. He was the guy. He could never win. So you believe Julius Randle is destined to lose well, in New York City? I, no, I think that's what you're I, saying. I think until he, till he wins, until he proves that he can play at a, a high elite level, and again, they could still lose. But I'm just saying, until he proves he can do it at the postseason. It's going to be the expectation. I, I agree with it's you. It's fair. But, but here's, it's, fa- it's just fair. No, no. I agree with that part that it's fair. A-Rod was the same way. I agree, but no. Okay, I'm glad you brought that up then. A-Rod was awesome during the regular season. Now, Julius is not A-Rod on mm-hmm. that level. No. But A-Rod would disappear come playoff time. No Yankee fan in their right mind in 2005, before he put it all together in the playoffs, would say, oh, he's hurt? Well, he was going to suck anyway. No, they'd say, we need him. Yeah, no, We need right. him out there in case he. this is the year he turns it around. But I don't so think, if you're a Nick think, fan, you need Julius Randle. But I don't think Nick fans are saying they don't They don't need him. They don't want him. Our last caller basically said it doesn't matter. No, no, he's saying it doesn't matter what he does in the regular season, whether he's here or not, Knicks are winning or not. He knows that when he gets to the postseason, he's not going to show up. No, I think he was saying it was a a blessing in disguise that he's hurt, and they're going to go on a run and do better in the playoffs because he's out. That's a fallacy. When I screamed Uh, him, that's basically what he told me. That's a fallacy. I think that's a joke. We talked about top five and whether Jalen Brunson's a top five player, and we argue that. Here's something you can't argue. The Knicks have a top five duo in the NBA. I would take Julius and Jalen. They are a top five duo. So if you're losing a top player, to my point is, losing Julius hurts the Knicks. Of course. Because he's a top 30 player and a top five duo. So let's not get caught. In the in the, the the kind of the rankings or whatnot, yeah. well, and don't get caught in my skepticism of him. What matters is if the Knicks are going on a run. We can all agree on this. They need regular season Julius, and that's my point. So if we all agree on that, him being hurt is not a good thing. Because if he's not playing, you're not getting any Julius. That's not a good thing. 
Precious Achua starting at the four in the Eastern Conference semifinals on no planet is a good thing. And that's not going to happen. They're no. not going to have Precious I'm not saying four, it's going to happen. I know what you're saying, but based on their current roster, it would look like that. But they're obviously going to get another big here. But now they have Ev, I'm with you. Now, now I, I was skeptical here, but the fact that they kicked the can, uh, I'm worried now. I got to admit, I'm worried because they're pushing it past the deadline. For what reason? They must know something, right? No. I'm speculating, but the, uh, the, see, now I'm starting see, to think they see, know something. He's calming you down with medical right. stuff. They, you know, they, they have to because they don't know. They could, with, if they said Julius Randle's going to be back in three weeks, mm-hmm. we've seen this before. Yada, his body could respond differently. They haven't seen it on him before. So you don't want to give out like misinformation to get people's hopes up? Is no, that sort of the no, no, idea? No. You don't want to put yourself in a position of weakness to bargain during the trade deadline okay. talks. That's really all this is about. That's that's what that's what Evan's saying. That's what I'm saying. You have you have to medically it's what you have to say because you honestly don't know how he's going to respond for two weeks. But business wise, you have to also do that so you don't put yourself at a disadvantage when talking to whoever. You know, whatever trade partner you're thinking of during in the next week or so. Yeah, there are three things you can say about Julius's injury right now if you're the Knicks. Number one is he's screwed and he's out for the year, mm-hmm. which I hope is not the case genuinely. As much as I am the leader of the coalition of Nick haters, please trust me, I don't want that kind of crap. I want him to be healthy and I want him to fail. You know what I mean? Like, I want him to just lose. I, I mean that with respect. Like, I, I don't want him hurt. I'm not rooting for that kind of stuff. I've never been that kind of fan. But number one is to say, yeah, we're screwed. He's out for the year. It would serve no benefit to say that with the trade deadline in seven days. So you cross that one out. Option number two is you can be optimistic and say, yeah, three to four weeks. Why the hell would you say that? Yep. Why would you give your fans the potential false hope that he's mm-hmm. coming back in three to four weeks? And then when he doesn't, then you think something is really wrong. Yeah, then you think he had a setback. Right. And then the other option is, I ain't saying anything. Like, the Garden has taken a lot of crap over the last few years, and some of it rightfully so, for not saying stuff, for not talking to the media, for not talking to their fans. This is one of those scenarios where it's smart that they're not saying anything. But as a fan, you're worried that they're not saying anything. Those two things can be true. So I'd be worried, but I also say I get it. Right, because everything you guys just said was rational, but in the back of my mind, I'm thinking irrational. And to Tiki's point before, they're rolling, they're smashing teams, everything's going really well, and you don't want that creep of doubt of here we go again, which I don't have, but I don't even want to have it creep into right, my brain. Sharif is in Staten Island. How you doing, Sharif? Hey, what's going on, guys? What's so, hey, look, we, we got we to gotta put it out in, in the sports universe and put it out there that LeBron James is frustrated with the Lakers. <laughs> and, and, and just for this season, you, try, you trade them. For two first round picks, and 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 see if you get him for this year, and then you can sign him for, for the next year. Oh man, would you really want LeBron James? Yes. Well, first of all, yeah, there's there's so many layers to this, okay, but, but it, the answer is yes. But think about how much <laughs> think of how much it changes Seriously. the complexion of the roster. Yeah. So I got to tell you secret. Seriously, think about it. I got to tell you a secret. Go ahead. So last night at halftime of the Nets game. My wife had to go to the restroom, okay. and you may know this, but when uh, sometimes the women's restroom lines are long. Of course. And so my wife was gone for like 15 minutes. <laughs> I had a lot of time by myself as I'm sitting there in my seats. Why don't you ask me, hey, Ev, what'd you do at halftime of the Nets game? Hey, Ev, what'd you do at halftime of the Nets game? Concocted fake LeBron James trades <laughs> on the ESPN NBA trade machine. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. So I'm an expert on this. You guys ready? Go ahead. It is almost impossible to trade for him. 
because for, of for the, the salary. For the Knicks. For anybody. But oh. the, definitely the Knicks. Like, you have to match up money. So let's say, because I was, the reason I did this has nothing to do with the Knicks. It had to do with the fact that I was thinking as a basketball fan while my wife was away, the Lakers should trade LeBron James. Mm-hmm. Like, I literally, just as a regular yeah. basketball fan, what are they doing? They're not any good. He's a free agent at the end of the year. A team's with a lineup to get him. Mm-hmm. I mean, he can still play. He can put you over the top. It makes basketball sense. Would you agree with that, by the way? Of course way? it does. Okay. It's just the dynamic would be, I mean, it, it would be so hard. I understand. To even think about it with the so, Knicks. So I, I say, if this makes sense, let me find who would trade for him. Like, who would trade? So obviously the Knicks are towards the top of the list. They're yep. certainly a Julius. They're going for it. Why the hell not? To make the numbers work. A, you'd have to trade Julius, which I don't know if Nick fans necessarily want to do. But then if you don't, you just want to put him as another piece, you got to trade like seven contracts, including <laughs> Mitchell Robinson and Evan Fournier and Quentin Grimes and like the number one picks that appease LA to make it happen. And it's just, it's. It it's, doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense, but it does make sense because the Lakers should trade LeBron James. And he's <laughs> definitely not happy. Yeah, but the, but the Knicks shouldn't be the destination. The well, hold Knicks, on a second. Hold on a second. You wouldn't make that trade? If, I, if I'm a, no. <laughs> if Rob Palinka called you up tomorrow no. and said, we got the approval, and the only key players you're giving up, you got to give up Mitch to make the money work. So you got to yeah. stick with me on this. Mitch, Quentin Grimes, Fournier. Fournier um, we'll throw a Makala, Malachi Flynn in it to Malachi make the money Flynn. work. Yeah. And three number ones. <laughs> three number three. ones. You making that trade? You're no. Trying, you're making that trade. No. I'd make I don't trade. trust that him and, and Tom Thibodeau are going to see eye to eye. Is that what your fear is? Yes. And I understand that LeBron, whenever he wants to, can put his head down and go score 30. But he's not the LeBron who can put his head down and go score 50. He's not that guy Yeah, but he's a playmaker, and you guys need a playmaker. And we were talking about Jordan Clarkson. Now we're talking about the the, the GOAT, potentially? But it's the devil. And you got Brunson who can score 30 now. Yeah. And and DiVincendo, apparently. By the way, I I, I want to preface this again. The Lakers are not trading LeBron well, James, no. but I did have that thought last night. And it will also Why? require the NCAA allowing Rick Pitino to allow Bronny James to transfer to St. John because <laughs> LeBron's not leaving with his son playing at USC. But, and that's uh, another part of it. I don't know. If, I don't know as much as we read into everything LeBron says about being miserable in LA and they're not winning. I think he probably still wants to be there, mm-hmm. yeah, probably, especially because of his son. And what about AD? Though? So many other things going on. What's up? Like business wise, he's got so many other things going on in LA. Yeah, production company, kid. <laughs> Of course he's going to want to stay in L.A. They just suck. Never did I think, as I was putting those trades together, someone would call up today uh-huh. and say, what about LeBron and the Knicks? So I could be so prepared as if I, that's what I was doing last night, which I was. I was just fun. Also, can you get up, walk the concourse, get yourself a hot pretzel no. or something? No, uh-huh. no, I'll tell you what. Walking the concourse. Tiki knows this. Yes. Tiki knows this. Because I went. Tiki went to a game with me. I went. I sat in Evan's spectacular all 22 seats. Thank for you. a little bit. That, well, no, I stayed for all of it. Except for the last three minutes. Yeah, everything but the last three minutes. <laughs> Walking around the upper level concourse at Barclays Center, you may as well go to jail. You may as well just be put in prison. Right. Like, it's bad. So, no, Sean, I'm not getting up and stretching my legs when I've got no room to walk or breathe. That's a terrible I mean, idea. And if you had accepted the invitation to come with us to Barclays Center, you would have known that. Thanks you for think, dissing us, man. You think Appreciate I've never it. sat in the upper bowels of the Barclays Center before? So you're making it out like it's a junior high auditorium. So then you would know. You would know it's a I'm terrible idea. Bad. Oh, and trust me.
All right, very busy day here on The Fan. Bad Tiki's going to join us in about an hour. And coming up in the 4 o'clock hour, we will finally address the giant elephant in the room. And I don't mean the guy that won pickleball, but the pickleball game that Sean and I played. Again, looking that, at upper chest. I'm just saying, we played a, a hard-fought game. The video is out there on social media. A lot of questions have been asked. And I'll answer a few of them. And we'll discuss it coming up later. But we'll get back to Julius Randle and the Jets. But real quick, we need to expose Tom Brady. <laughs> Tom Brady is a liar, and I don't understand why. Like, there are certain people who they're telling stories, and they feel the need to embellish. Like, they feel the need to, my story isn't good enough, I need to add to it. Even and it's, though Tom Brady's story is always good enough, because he's Tom freaking Brady. I agree, by the way, T. <laughs> like, you have great stories. It'd be like if all of a sudden, as you're telling one of your awesome stories... You added, yeah, so I was in the Congo, and then I went to Mars. And it's like, you didn't go to Mars. Why are you adding that? Your story of being, you know, in Iran or in China or meeting a dignitary, that's cool enough. Like, right. why do you have to say you went to Mars? By the way, for all mankind. Okay. Just, just, just <laughs> reminding you. I got you. Uh, <laughs> so, I think Brian Williams once got in trouble with this, the news report. Yes. Well, yes. he embellished a story, and it got him in trouble. So, ladies and gentlemen... I want you to listen carefully, and here's Tom Brady with Pat McAfee lying. You know, I've been a part of a lot of Super Bowls, championship games. I've had some, you know, seasons that didn't go the way we wanted. I have some injuries. I was undrafted rookie. I've seen guys come in with great expectations. No, no, no. No, no, no. You were not an undrafted rookie, Tom. No, you weren't. So why are you lying? <laughs> like, you, you're not an undrafted rookie. Did he not just say he was an undrafted rookie? Why did... What? what? What's, hold on one second. Yeah. Play that again, Luki. Play it again, Luke. I was undrafted rookie. I've seen... I was an undrafted rookie. Why is he doing that? The world? Is he trying to channel his inner Brock Purdy? He feels like his story because it's be Here's the problem with is Tom. Is that Tom Brady or is that Brock Purdy? No, that's Tom Brady. He was on that. I, saw, I know it doesn't sound like him. He sounds like a child. But trust me, I watched the interview. Overall, it was a fun interview. But Tom Brady is so threatened by Patrick Mahomes taking that goat from him. He needed to add something to his story that's a lie. I was undrafted rookie. Like, Tom Brady almost felt like I needed to add. Rookie. That's, what he, that's him. That's what he and said. And it couldn't even. I mean, Brock Purdy was a drafted rookie. No, he was the last pick of the draft. Right. He was Mr. Irrelevant. Yeah. How about that? Was he talking about somebody else? Like, no. putting himself in position to be somebody else? He, play the whole thing from the beginning again. You hear you know, he's I've talking. been a part of a lot of Super Bowls, championship games. I've had some, you know, seasons that didn't go the way we wanted. I have some injuries. I was undrafted rookie. I've seen guys come in with great expectations. Yeah. There you go. Wait, are you trying to pull one over eyes? That sounds nothing like Tom Brady. That is Tom Brady. Trust me. I know. I, I agree it doesn't sound like him. I watched his interview with McAfee. Who are you sure it. that's not a deep fake? <laughs> no, it's I'm, Tom Bad I'm, Brady. I'm being like dead serious. That sounds absolutely nothing like Tom Brady. It's Tom Brady. At all. I watched him on television <laughs> or on YouTube. This like, is, I watched it on YouTube. Now, I, now, here's the thing. I believe Evan, but Evan is also saying this with a smile, and he also hates Brady so much that are you trying to catch us thinking you know, that jump I, on Brady? I, I know. Tell you. This is like a, a fake Twitter account. You know what bothers me? What bothers me is when my integrity is impugned. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, for example, and I hate to say this, but it's true. There were accusations against me and Sean that our pickleball game wasn't going to be legit and that he was going to lose on purpose so that I could shave my beard. That was a legitimate accusation. Mm -hmm. And what bothered me about it is that what if I won? Like, I didn't win. I own it. So they're obviously wrong. Right. But what if I won? It would have been clouded in this controversy? No. We played pickleball. He won. He got lucky. There was some BS calls. More on that later. But no, he won. 
And so if I won, oh, I wouldn't have been real. So that doesn't count. So, the, so why is my integrity continuing to be impugned? Do you think I brought up a fake Tom Brady? No, I just I'm just saying it doesn't sound like Tom. You already know. It sounds nothing like him, and you hate him, and it just and he's now saying something that is not true at all. Thank you. I know that. Thank you for acknowledging that. But he was on. I'm telling you, I watched it on Pat McAfee on YouTube. It was actually a boring interview. I was trying to be nice by yeah. you know complimenting Pat and Tom. I was bored, tearless. You know. It was kind of interesting for like 30 maybe, seconds. Yeah, maybe the problem a, is we know all Tom's stories well, already. Well, I was going to say, maybe this is a McAfee thing. I mean, Rogers is constantly on there spreading misinformation. So now so you're accusing Brady Pat McAfee of creating a fake Tom Brady? Yeah, Stealing, you already know. Stealing pants. I'm just saying Brady probably sees all the Rogers appearances and goes, i got to make up some crap like Aaron does. Mm. You guys are so desperate. Why don't you just call him a liar? He lied, dude. Like, that's it. <laughs> we could move on from it. Call I, him a liar. I think he's so... It's just weird. I think he's just so <laughs> mentally ingrained with this like lifelong chip on his shoulder that that I think he now believes he was undrafted because he was drafted so far back. <laughs> yeah. No, I think there's... But he been... wasn't even that far back. He was in the sixth round. Well, that's pretty far that's back. That's far back. It's not the seventh round. It's <laughs> one round away until you come on. Well, that's what's so insane. Like, Tom Brady, with all respect to him, has the greatest story ever. He doesn't have to lie. <laughs> that's what boggles my mind. Like, why would you have to add to your story? You got an awesome story, bro. So, so I... why do you think he lied? Uh, because I think he feels threatened by Patrick Mahomes. Gotcha. And I feel like in his brain he needs to make his story even better to kind of it it bend almost, him off. It almost sounds like lying about a hole-in-one when the guy that took over your job is playing in a playoff game. That's what it reminded me of. <laughs> Didn't Aaron Rodgers do that with oh, Love? That's right. Oh, yeah, you defended him. Sorry. But he, there's no evidence that he lied. Other than yeah. the fact that he's just a BS artist. Loogie, 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 Sean, Tiggy. Yeah, I, I, I'm with Evan on this Thank one. There's you. no, There's no actual evidence that Tom Brady didn't hit a hole-in-one. No, Aaron Rodgers. Rodgers, Rodgers. I mean, no, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There is no actual evidence that Aaron Rodgers didn't hit a hole-in-run. There is clear and convincing evidence, like beyond a reasonable doubt. I mean, forget that. It's 100%. We know that Tom Brady was right. drafted in the sixth and, round. And here's what's unfair about the Aaron Rodgers stuff, and I take it personal now. Did we play pickleball, Sean? Did we, we play? We did. Did you win? Yep. He did. Like, this pains me to say he won. And yet, no, no, it's fixed. Evan just wants to shave his beard. Mm -hmm. So, like, just because you want something to be true doesn't make it true. Like, just because you want Aaron Rodgers to be caught in a lie doesn't make it true. Tom Brady lied. I just played you the audio. Like, it's it's open and shut, by the way. By the way, I'm looking at the video. It doesn't even look like Tom Brady. <laughs> Is McAfee sure he had Brady on? You already know. It looks like an actor playing Tom Brady. Does it really? Yeah, he's white as a ghost. He just looks real frail but is in the it, face. But, Sean, give me your expert opinion. Is so, that Tom Brady? Like, my gut tells me McAfee had Tom Brady on. Like, I don't want to be sound that okay, outrageous. Okay, but just tell me, is that Tom Brady? I trust I'm going to trust you. I'm going to say yes with a 5% chance that actually is not Tom Brady. Wow. So That's a bigger scare, so, so it's an impersonator. Yeah, like, look, we all know there's doppelgangers out there that yeah. are paid to be actors. Like, there is at least a 5% chance this is it if you just look at that. That's <laughs> all I'm saying. There's a 5% chance that Pat McAfee has a doppelganger being Tom Brady. <laughs> And or by, and, his producers got fake that he was really having Brady and, on. And, and the fake Tom Brady was great, except he screwed up that one thing about right? being undrafted. I was <laughs> undrafted rookie. Just, all I got to say is just, look, that ain't the Brady I saw in the box. It, does, it just doesn't sound like him. Yeah, it doesn't sound like him. <laughs> what does Tom Brady say on Twitter or on X? Is he is he on X? Yeah. So what is he saying regarding this? Because we, we cannot be the Nothing. only people 
who have caught this. Nah, most people are just Tom Brady sycophants, so they probably okay, don't catch but, it or they try to okay, ignore but, it. But, oh, wait, so there can be sycophants of old washed-up quarterback? <laughs> Tom Brady apologists. Yeah, right? But there has to be somebody who also... The internet's undefeated. You can't yeah. say Jack. Tom Brady has not tweeted in the last two days. And his last tweet is about promoting some company he's now involved. Uh, and before that, it's made some new friends in Australia. So was he even here to do the interview? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. It's a what fair was question. It, was, it, was it in person? Yeah, it, no, it was on Zoom. It was on Zoom. <laughs> but imagine that time difference. We're talking about one of the lead countries in Oceania. You guys are so desperate to defend Tom Brady. Oceania. <laughs> don't get don't get it. Don't touch it. The <laughs> continent. Actually, no, no, no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Deep breath, deep breath. Real quick. I don't want to get caught in this. <sighs> Tiki Barber, can you name the seven continents? Go ahead. Um, North America. Okay. South America. Okay. Africa. Uh, okay. Europe. Okay. Asia. Okay. Australia. No. Oceania. Australia is not a It's Oceania now. Oceania. Yeah, get it right. We learned that yesterday while you were gone. In the Antarctic. In the Antarctic. Yeah, you got that right. Let's is go to, it really? Yeah. We yeah. learned that yesterday. So I've been to Oceania? Correct. Oh, that's amazing. New Zealand, <laughs> Fiji, Australia make up the continent known as Oceania. Uh, have you been to Oceania? No. Have you been to Oceania? Have you been to Oceania? No. You haven't even been off the continental United States. Tiki, you can win this game with a lot of different places. Trust me. I've been to Oceania. I've been to Oceania. I'm glad we made you happy. He's so excited he went to a new continent. Let's go to Josh in Poughkeepsie. What's up, Josh? What's up, fellas? Uh, listen to you a long time. Love the show. Appreciate uh, it. They were definitely roasting you this morning, Evan, saying that it was all fake. Well, and I'm owed an apology. And I won't get I, one. I would expect one. I would expect Now, one. you yeah. could pivot and say Evan's a horrible athlete and he was a pig and he was disgusting. Like, that's fair. Like, you, I own that. You did I put that out on tape. You but did, You did complain a lot about the call. No, no. There's a lot of things to make fun of me about. Right. I own that. Regular but, John McEnroe. But my integrity should not be impugned. because, And it bothers me because what if I won? Like, you're still <laughs> telling me if I won, like, it wasn't real? I'm a loser. That's just not fair. Just wrong. Anyhow, thank you, Josh. Hey, What's up? So what I wanted to say was about Julius. I get what the other caller was saying about he hasn't done it in the playoffs yet. Yeah. You want to talk about the Hawks series, that's fine. Brunson was not on the team at that time. OG was not on the team at that time. You want to talk about last year, he was hurt. So you're talking about two playoff series, one of which, okay, you want to, you want to trash him? Of course. This is a different Knicks team. OG helps spread the floor for him. Obviously, they have been 10 times better. We can't just assume that he's going to have another bad playoff series or multiple playoff series. Well, but the point is that. you need him. So yeah. he may have that bad playoff series, and we'll be discussing it, and everybody will want to trade him again, but they need him. They need at least to find out, and that's the thing that's not debatable. By the way, I want to get this on record right now on February 1st at 3.46 p.m. Eastern time, and I'm going to write it down. Mm -hmm. We are all right now going to predict when Julius Randle returns to the New York Knicks rotation, when he plays again. So when will that be? Will it be this year? Will it be next year? Will it be a certain date? So I think that's very important. So we all can put ourselves out there on what we think the hell is going on. So let's lead it off with the Knicks fan himself, Tommy Lugauer. Tommy? Mo yes. When does Julius Randle return? Let me write Julius Randle return predictions. Lugie's prediction, March 15th of this season. Uh, they don't play on March 15th, so you want to go with March 16th no. or March 14th? March 15th, they'll announce it. Fine. Whatever the closest is to March 15th. Okay, so we're going to go with March 16th. You got it. Okay. 
So he is saying he's returning on March 16th. That game is in Sacramento against the Kings. Mm. Okay. I don't count, Sean. Tiki, what's your prediction? What? I'm going to say, all right, two weeks from today, yeah. 15th. So that's when we're going to be reevaluated. Okay. So and then weeks. five weeks from there. So one, two, three. Carry the three. Three. Yeah. I'm going to say March 20. Second? Is that March twenty third. You know who they play that day? Who? The Brooklyn Nets. There it is. I, I love it. Perfect. It's exactly when it's happening. March twenty uh, third. I'm kidding, Sean. You want to offer a prediction? Yeah, I do. Go ahead. We will next see Julius Randle around October twenty fourth. Wow. Night of next year. Oh, jeez. Going out for this season. Wow. I have a feeling in the pit of my stomach. Okay. I've gone back and forth on this because I think Sean may be right, and I've started this since Monday that I am very concerned about what has been said and what has not been said. Mm -hmm. But here's why I'm not going to say that. I think Julius Randle, who I have been very tough on, but I'm about to put him over in a major, major way. I've been very tough on Julius. I don't believe in Julius. Playoff Julius is a guy that chokes. I believe that. You will never win with Julius Randle. He's a losing player. With that said, he is a tough SOB. I respect that. Right. I think he is going to do everything in his power to play basketball for the New York Knicks this season, even if it hurts the team. And he wants to. And he wants to. There's a lot of players in the NBA who, if they have a a reason, a legitimate reason, they are fine to sit out. I agree. And that's why I think with the final two days of the season coming up on April 12th, actually also against the Brooklyn Nets, that's when he comes back. Oh, so we're just picking the Nets, huh? Well, I happen to say (laughs) the final two games. I don't think it's the last game. I think it's the second to last game. So I'm going hmm. with Friday, April 12th. He comes back, which, by the way, there's major concern with because what is he? And, And I respect the hell out of that if that's what he does for the reasons I laid out. But I wouldn't exactly been brimming with confidence. So I'm going to go with he will be back. I think he's going to force his way back. And I think we're looking at April 12, 2024. There you go. So I got this all written down. Mm-hmm. Lugie is the most optimistic. But even he is saying a month and a half. Right. So you're saying six weeks from now. You're a little bit further than that. Yeah, I'm saying just under a month. Sean's vindictive. He thinks he's out for the season. And I'm going with he's going to push his way back on April 12th. All right, play this game at home, by the way. It's a fun game. You should play with your friends. <laughs> Just ask them questions, write it down, and then, like, five months from now, you can be like, you got that right. Or, hey, you're a schmuck. Like, it's like a real-life Twitter thing where you get to kind of keep records on right. people. Right. Speaking of getting things Quite wrong and right, right, the Internet's telling me that that audio was that we just played a little while ago and Evan said it was Brady is actually Greg Olson. That can't be Greg Olson. Greg Olson was drafted for sure. It's not Greg Olson. It was Tom Brady. There's a big swell of people saying, no, Greg Olson is what who uttered that on Pat McAfee. Huge. Up, They're wrong. Uproar. I watched Tom Brady. I watched the huh. whole interview. Is he, it? Is it? Now, Greg Olson was on within the last week. With no, McAfee I understand Fox. that, but it's not Greg Olson. I'm what sorry. It? It's not. But just because you watched him. And, by the way, Greg, the and Greg Olson was a first-round pick. Play it again. Yeah, play it again. Play it again. By the way, this feels reminiscent of the old Mike and the Mad Dog Super Bowl trivia on this week. <laughs> Who's that audio? Yeah, that's right. a good point. Right. You know, I've been a part of a lot of Super Bowls, championship games. I've had some, that you know, seasons that didn't oh go the God, way we wanted. Awesome. I had some injuries. So, so this is Greg Olson. No, it's not. Talking about Tom Brady? No, it's Tom Brady, no, dude. That, that voice, that actually, now they said it. You already know. Is we've watched enough Greg Olson. That's Greg Olson. That's not Greg Olson. I, I saw the video. Go back to the video, dude. 
It's the video. Is Tom Brady? You even we're analyzing the video. You know, I've been a part of a lot of Super Bowls, championship oh, games. I've had some, you know, seasons that didn't go the way we wanted. I have some injuries. I analyzed what Brady looked like on McAfee when I Googled it. I didn't analyze this specific clip on it, and now I see that Olsen was on in the last week. Yeah. I need to find the specific clip now. We need to break the tie. I, I have the specific here's clip. What I think, right. Here's what I think is happening. I think I hate everybody. I think, I think, hold on, because this is a big story Go ahead. in broadcast media right now. Uh-oh. Greg Olsen is getting usurped by Tom Brady. That is true. As the number one analyst on Fox. Yes. And the playoff game that Greg Olson just called was likely his last as the number one analyst on Fox. And so I think McAfee had Greg Olson on to talk about that because it is one of the biggest stories in, in broadcast media. And he's probably asking him a question of why he's okay with Tom Brady taking his job. You already know. And so what he's doing, Greg Olson is saying, yes. look, I'm Tom Brady. I've had this and this, this and this. I've had injuries. I have ex- expectation. I have I was undrafted free agent. I'm, I'm very upset. Thing. I'm very upset with everybody. I, I don't know. I'm you not, already know. No, no, no. I'm going to explain this to you. I want to say this again. I didn't find this clip randomly. <laughs> I watched the interview. I saw it. It was Tom Brady. That it wasn't Greg Olson. Like I wasn't confused. I wasn't losing. Sean wasn't losing on purpose so I could cut my hair off. We got to You found it? Reality. Uh, I, I haven't found that clip. I am now watching Greg Olson with Pat McAfee. The voice he has on play McAfee. It, play it. Play it. I, I don't have this clip, but okay, here you go. Play any clip of Greg Olson. Okay, I don't give a go. crap. Just play it. I don't know if you're familiar with it, but we'll just... That one ventured in your hair. Hey, yeah. is your your hair, you've done nothing? That's just natural? No, no, no close. I, I did not wake up like this. No, no, there is there are some moves that have to be made to get the hair to look like this. But if I don't, I got like 40 calyx in my hair. That's, that's not even close. I win. Well, that was McAfee. No, but Olsen's voice is identical to the one No, it's played. not. It is. Can no, you, by the way, where you sent that clip to whoever you said, Lugie, can you send it to us so we can analyze it? Not to turn this into a murder trial, but off air, Evan, I did tell you, I don't think this is Tom Brady. It doesn't sound anything like him. And that's not true. <laughs> I mean, clearly it is, or at least it's you a have, question. You have the NFL world telling you they heard Greg Olson say this clip. No, no, they're wrong. Oh, so How about that the one? Clip? How about them? They were all lying to you. <laughs> nanny, nanny, poo-poo? Evan, we will all, one by one, do, and you need it today after the pickleball loss, do a big Evan Roberts apology tour. Just okay. send us the clip. I'm going to find the clip. I unfortunately, when, I'm a I, loser. when I recorded it, it's audio only, but I will go back on YouTube, mm. hopefully before this show is over, and I will find it. There was a second spitter. Yeah, look, I'll, I'm going to spend the commercial breaks working on this show, not checking the FAN Reddit page, Sean, and I'll find the clip that I'm looking for. How about that one? By the way, I'm I'm going to be listening to this whole Olsen interview, too. I'm out. You know what? I'm going to move to beat you twice today. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going on this. Beat me twice. Nice. And then you'll be checking the Reddit page, well, well pal. done, Sean. Well and the done. truth is, I mean, we'll get into it in a few minutes, but I don't even think he beat me once. I mean, quite frankly. Okay. I think that the officiating was as abysmal as I've ever seen, mm. and I think I got screwed. But that's just me. Yeah, We've ten, also yes. Go ahead. I'm sorry. To say ten nine. That was that was controversial. That was the controversial. One. There was a lot of controversy. Yeah, the ten nine one. No, I agree. We'll get to that coming up. We've also been fighting this jet civil war, in which I have surprisingly come to the defense of Robert Sala. Not that I think he's a good head coach, but that unfortunately the Jets' only option is to literally bring him back. More on that coming up at eight seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six. 
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.